morning in the light of hope. Uh, All Saints Day is a beautiful day. It's the day that comes right after All Hallows Eve, so it was November 1st, right? It's a day the church has always celebrated those who have gone on before in faith, those who have been claimed by the waters of baptism, claimed by God, made children of God, brought into that beautiful, sometimes funny-looking family, and rest with him. It's a gorgeous and beautiful day. This past week, for me, it's been a a strange day to think on, though. I mean, look, look at all these names. Isn't this amazing? It's beautiful to see how many people within our families have been claimed by God. It's beautiful to think back on our lives with them. It's beautiful to think on how important they were in our lives. It's beautiful to think that they rest at a banquet with God. I couldn't think of any names that have gone on before me and my family to put up there. And I don't say that for sorrow. I don't say that for anything other than sometimes our hope is placed in different things. See, a lot of times we come to a day like today and we see these names and our hope is in the fact that we get to see them again. That's beautiful if they're in the church. But as we look at 1 John and we look at John's words and he's writing, he says, Dear children, look at what kind of love the Father has for you, that you have been made children of God. And the reason the world doesn't know is because they didn't know Jesus. We can find hope in that when we look in the church, but how many of your loved ones are outside the church? How many loved ones have gone on before that have been in the world? How many do we not get to talk to about the love of God? How many do we wonder on what has happened? How many do we look at and say, I don't know if I'll get to see them again? We mourn. We mourn in that because there's no comforting answer in that. And I've never really thought about it before, but it was just this week that kind of settled in and it, it, it hurt. And that's okay. It's okay to come to church and hurt. It's okay to walk through life and hurt a little. It's okay to have questions that don't really have answers to them either. See, as, as Jesus taught with his disciples, right? He's walking through Galilee, and he he sees crowds coming around because there's been healings going on. He's been taking care of people that were around. People were flocking to hear his words. People wanted to hear what he had to say. People wanted to know who this guy is. As John said, those who know him know his children as well, right? And Jesus, seeing it, everybody coming, walks up as they're on the north end of the Sea of Galilee, and he walks up this little hillside overlooking some plains and overlooking the sea, and his disciples kind of say, hey, where's he going? So they follow him up there, and he starts talking to them. He says, hey, blessed are, the, blessed are uh, the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. They should be comforted. See, if we look too shortly, we see that comfort, like I said before, in the fact that maybe we get to see our loved ones again. Not maybe. If they died in faith, we will get to see them again. It's a beautiful hope. You see, as we mourn, 
we mourn in the light of hope. And if our hope is solely in the fact that we will get to see loved ones again, though that's good, it's not full. See, in the time to come, it's going to be gorgeous, right? We hear in the Revelation verses, we hear of those with their robes that have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, and they're white, and they're together, and they're singing, and it's triumphant, and it's beautiful, and it's a wonderful feast that to sit at, at the feast of the table of our God. No tears, no sadness, led by the Lamb who's a shepherd himself. That's an odd thing to think about. How many lambs lead other lambs? Led by the Lamb who's the shepherd of those people himself, the Lamb that is there to take care of his children. And that's beautiful. But we also mourn. I mourn as I think of those who have gone on in my family that I have no idea whether or not they knew God. I have no idea whether or not they were baptized. And again, I say that because I feel that's probably on your hearts as well. As much as we want to come into today and have a full celebration of everything, which we rightly should, we celebrate those who have died in faith, and we celebrate that feast, and we're thankful for that. And that is a gorgeous and wonderful beauty and hope, but in the midst of that, we still mourn. Because there's a confusion, and there's an uncertainty. And then we hear Jesus' words again, Blessed are those who mourn, they shall be comforted. I don't know exactly what that comfort looks like in the end, but I I know that comfort isn't necessarily that I'm going to get to see all of my loved ones again. I know that that comfort is probably bigger than that. It's probably bigger than that little want of mine, knowing that God has promised to bring comfort, that God has promised to take care of us, that God has promised to bring us into his fold, lead by his guidance, and forgive by his grace. And it's, I, I can't discount the mourning that is on the other side of things, yet I can also rest in the sure promises of God. So here, in this time, in this place, I get torn. And I get torn because I don't know one thing, yet I'm assured of another. You know, as much as I like Almond Joy, I get your point (laughs) in the children's messages, because as a kid, I did not like Almond Joy, not one bit. Now things have changed a little. And I know that as much of me that has been sinful, that there's true and full forgiveness in the midst of that. And that's a comfort. That's a hope. But I still mourn. I mourn for those that, as far as I can tell, aren't going to be up here as stars. I mourn for those that are not sitting at that banquet table. I mourn for those that I will not get to see again. And I pray to have courage enough to speak to those who could still hear. I pray for courage to speak to those in my family that are distant, that I have questions about, that I wonder about their faith. I pray that God works upon their hearts to be able to hear his word and his truth. 
because it's a good and glorious truth. It's a full hope. It's a full forgiveness, and it's a full life that he offers for eternity, and that is a beautiful hope. And I think in this time now, it's, it's still okay to have that full and beautiful hope wrestle with a little bit of mourning and confusion and sadness. The, the only image that came to mind that could kind of help me wrap my head around that was the Disney movie Inside Out. If you've ever seen it, right? As the child that starts out has these very clear, distinct ideas of what emotions are. And one thing is one thing. Joy is joy. Sadness is sadness. Anger is anger. And all the other ones. They're very clear. They're distinct. They're as she would walk back through her memories, she would remember her memories based upon which one and which part was visible, which emotion she was feeling. And then as she matures, you start to see these little marbles of emotion get mixed with colors. So you get a couple of emotions in one piece. So the gold of joy is now mixed with that blue of sadness, and it starts to look like the cat's eye marbles that we would play with. And I think as we grow older, maybe it's two or three or four or 17 emotions that get all mixed up in the middle of these things. And right now, we wrestle with that. We don't have a clear way to be able to say, this is the one emotion that I want to see in this, and this is the only one we get, because not all answers are answered. But there are promises. There are promises. There are promises to hope in from God. And that pure and beautiful promise that he has given that he says, children, look how much I've loved you. And I have made you children of mine. That through my son, I call you my children. That through faith in him, your sins are forgiven. That through him, you sit at the table. You have a place in the family of God. You have a moment to sit and praise and worship with the angels and all those that have gone before and all those who live now and all those who are to come that are claimed by him. And as we join together on an All Saints Day, we think of those who have gone before, but remember that that day is for you as well. This day is for you as God calls you saints. As we live in that tension between sinner and saint, and we know what goes on in our lives, but we hear God's word proclaimed, saying that you are 100% forgiven of your sins, that day, this day, is for you as well. And as you come up here for communion, and you stand here and we receive that body and blood of God, as we receive that body and blood of Christ himself that was given and shed for us, for our forgiveness, it's just a little inkling of what the feast before him will be like. And as you stand here and you look up at these stars, at those that are already feasting, at those that are already celebrating, at those that have already realized what heaven is, we're thankful. And we look up at those names and realize that we get to have some little piece of that same feast while we stand here and we celebrate along with them 
in the faith that God gives through his son Christ. So on all, this All Saints Day, it's okay to be a little sad. But remember that the big hope, the full hope, the hope that comforts is that promise that God gives to wipe every tear away as he guides us as his lambs and his children. Amen. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the faith that you give. We thank you for softening hearts to hear your word. We thank you for your spirit that you send as your word impacts our lives. We pray that you would open up all hearts and ears to hear your word. We pray that you would give us courage to speak the truths of your son, and we pray that you would guide us continually, that as we interact with family, as we interact with all those around us, and wherever you call us, that we would be your children by your strength. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.